We're very thankful today to be joined by Natalie Phelps Finney. She is the director of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you, Will. It's great to be with you. So remind us, uh, how long have you been in the IDNR director's chair now? I was appointed January 23rd of this year as director. And of course, prior to that, I've been serving as deputy director since August of 2021. And for folks who maybe don't know, uh, give us a little bit more about your background previous to this position. Sure. So my professional uh, background is in uh, nursing. I've, I've been a nurse for 23 plus years. Uh, the last 13 of those as a, an advanced practice nurse and family, family nurse practitioner. Worked, um, I did dermatology, cardiology, but primarily uh, family practice. And much of my work was focused at a school-based health center. It's a primary care, care clinic that took care of all ages, but the focus was on school-aged children at Gallatin County. And, of course, your last name, Phelps, is well-known within the region, and I'm sure there really isn't another family that has roots as deep in southern Illinois as yours. Oh, gosh, there's so many so many wonderful families here. I mean, I, I think through the years, all the people, um, our lives have touched, and so many wonderful families with, with definitely um, as deep deeper roots than our family will. But we, we've been blessed, and we're thankful, thankful for my years of service my dad gave. Um, you know, I always tell people, um, people have such a negative view of government, and, and I don't because of, because of my dad and the service he gave. He was the same person in our house as he was outside of our house. There was nothing hidden um just a just a guy who loved people and wanted to serve and and that was um exemplified in our house and i'm, I'm so thankful for that so thankful so the illinois department of natural resources is of course the state parks and people have engaged with those for years but it's also the enforcement arm of you know fish and game laws it's the regulation of coal mines it's the illinois state museum it's even the illinois historic preservation now so uh in the few months now that you've been formally in the position has your time been spent mostly just sort of getting to know uh all of those various aspects of the agency so really the year and a half i had as deputy director um was so vital to be able to become familiar with with dnr and all that we do it is so vast and broad and deep what we do um as you've already pointed out our state parks are, are certainly one of the largest parts of what we um, what we manage. Also, as you mentioned, the historic sites, the historic preservation agency that that was prior previously historic preservation agency was brought into DNR in 2017. I became our historic preservation division. So all the historic sites and the Illinois State Museum. Also, the Shippo office was is the state historic preservation office. They handle all of the historic um, regulations for anybody who wants to. Um, benefit from historic tax credits and also um, they give determination on any of our buildings and sites if there's any changes or demolition that's going to occur they have to weigh in and give recommendations on if if the site should be protected in any way so that's that's you know that's just one little piece of what we do and i oversaw land management all of that as deputy director so i'm very um very familiar with that also helped oversee oil and gas and mines and minerals um huge things going on there we had um, we got 75 million a year for the next 15 years for abandoned mine land reclamation division from the federal um, bipartisan infrastructure law that was passed last year so that that is um, taking up a, a large amount of our time of course we also have office of resource conservation as you mentioned all of our wildlife um, 
are threatened and endangered species. All of our biologists live over there, uh, forestry, all of those things. And then our law enforcement arm, we are actively adding conservation police officers. We have a shortage as we do across the board of all of our um, staffing is short, but our conservation police officers, we have 16 counties that have no dedicated officer. So we are adding 25 um, a year and we just, we have a new class we're recruiting as we speak. Um, let's see what else, what have I missed? Of course we have HR, our legal, all of our administrative supportive. And then we also have office of water resources, which just handles all of our permitting for dams, levees, um, we, we hold the Lake Michigan Water Program, all the allocation to uh, those re who receive Lake Michigan water as they're drinking potable water in the city and the suburbs. So quite a lot. I may be missing something. If it comes to me, I'll, I'll think of it, but well, I think, it, it's it's a lot. I think you've covered 98.5% of it. Um, <laughs> is the biggest challenge obviously still deferred maintenance? So, yeah, I mean, it's been a billion dollars and then we, we had it paid down to maybe 800 million. But with inflation, you know, my, my staff recently told me, honestly, we're back to about a billion dollars. So it is it is a huge challenge. I will say, Will, we are so thankful to have an administration like the Pritzker administration and a governor who who is getting the fiscal house in order in the state and and also cares specifically about DNR and all the things we do. And we've had last year the best budget we've had in 20 years and this year is going to be even a little better if the general assembly passes as we we hope they will so we're, we're thankful for that that's that's a huge challenge um and i would say just you know your, your original question a few minutes ago was what what have i done since becoming director so really trying to get our our director's team in order re re aligning things, organizing, I'm building a great team in the director's office, a cohesive team so we'll all work together. We're building capacity so that we can provide all the services um, that people expect from us. Can you give me a typical example of what, you know, a deferred maintenance issue is in uh, Illinois State Park? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> the list is so long. I mean, anything from roofs that are, that are rotten to... Um, vault toilets in, in our parks that, that need to be repaired or replaced, um, water, um, water mains, water infrastructure. Uh, we have pump houses. We have swimming pools at some of our parks, campgrounds. It is truly endless. Anything you can imagine that you would have at a home or a resort or anything, we have all of those things. And we have over 4,000 um, buildings to, to, to maintain, not just at state parks, but other office buildings. So it's, it's a lot. And, of course, that's the problem side of things. To you, what is the shining example of where the Illinois Department of Natural Resources is really getting something right? Well, I can tell you, after I started at DNR, my husband, a few weeks in, said, how, how are you liking it? How, what, do, you know, what do things look like? And I, I told him then, man, I am working with the highest caliber people, both professionally and personally, we have wonderful staff um, from the top down. And so that that is always the shining, sh the bright shining light. Now, after 20 years of disinvestment, being the agency being gutted financially and, of course, with a head, head count cut over over cut in half, um, people, their morale goes down. People are, they're still passionate about what they do, but it's a struggle. It's not, you know, it's not 
what it used to be. And so that's, that's one of our biggest challenges, but it's also, I look at it as an opportunity. So one of my biggest priorities is just to inspire people to remind them that what we do matters, that we have an administration now that cares. And this is a great time to be at DNR and that we're, we're going to uh, turn things around and they're already seeing that. And um, people, people are, are excited again. I'll give you an example of one thing that I think um, was brought to my attention is Mayor Murfreesboro several years ago, and it was a situation where there's a field that for years was specifically planted with sunflowers so that it could be used by dove hunters in September. And that particular field, uh, doves tend to want to feed on the sunflowers that are on the ground. They're not like a goldfinch that, you know, hangs upside down on the flower. But apparently, just because of deferred maintenance or some other reason, the, the sunflowers were not at all mowed or a disc run through them or anything. And so it was just a stand of sunflowers that was there and didn't attract many doves. And I think that's like a perfect example of when you have turnover when you have you know the employee numbers cut and sort of that institutional knowledge is lost that may not seem like a big deal but in practice it is for the people that engage with the property absolutely and that's a great example and i can i can name a hundred of those off the top of my head where exactly what you're saying our policies and procedures had kind of fallen behind and those are those are things people just took for granted because somebody who'd worked there 30 years just knew what to do but when they left there was nothing in writing. There was no handbook, right, that told the next person really what to do, or that there was no good handoff. So, we're we're that's one thing we're working out diligently. To we can't make those assumptions. We have to we have to continue um, making progress and making sure the people who come after us know how to continue what we're doing. I got a press release the other day that said that the Department of Natural Resource was looking for seasonal conservation workers for state parks and historic sites, and in Southern Illinois. They specifically listed sites in Saline, Randolph, Massac, Hardin County, and Wayne Fitzgerald uh, State Park. I want to give you an opportunity just to sort of help highlight the fact that uh, you're looking for some folks to help out this summer. Absolutely. Um, as I mentioned before, we're short-staffed everywhere. We are we are hiring. We're posting. Um, the process is slow and difficult, but this really gives us the capacity we need quickly every season uh, to fill in those holes. And so our conservation workers are so important to what we do, um, especially during this busy season. So I just encourage everyone, anyone who thinks they might have interest, to please go on and apply. We need your help. Yeah, and I tell you, it's just such a changed world because never in my life would I would have thought that you would have been had a difficulty finding people to work uh, conservation enforcement i mean those jobs were uh really coveted because you know there are a lot of people that have an interest in that field and we see it at the city of murfreesboro i mean we tested for police officers the other day and only had one person show up um yeah that's not so that is not our problem really it's it we actually are having a huge amount of applicants well, good. Um, and that's not why we're shorthand we're shorthand because of years of just headcount and budget have been cut and now that we're getting you know now that we we are a, we have a green light to hire and, and increase budget we're able to recruit again aggressively and so we had the the, the most applicants we've ever had this last cycle well it was in a, hundreds of applicants and they'll whittle that down to only 25 is what we can afford right now so it's it, it's a good problem to have well i'm happy to hear that because it is a uh 
issue that has been affecting various sectors in different ways. And so I'm glad that you're uh, having some success in recruitment there. Um, Anything else, Director uh, Phelps Finney, that you think is important to highlight about uh, the Department of Natural Resources today? Absolutely. There, there are so many things that DNR does that I still am learning about every day. I think you, you just had our education person on uh, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. I listened to that and I in listening to that interview, I learned things that we provide that I didn't know about. So literally learning every day, something we, we, we provide the grant opportunities are enormous. Um, we are dreaming big though at DNR. That's what we've been asked to do by the governor and deputy governor Menar. Um, so we have some big ideas. We're looking to dedicate at least one state park, if not more, down the road to um, those with disabilities to have a truly inclusive, fully inclusive experience where they can enjoy the outdoors to the same level that those of us who do not have physical disabilities have. So we, that's a top priority for us, a big project we're going to be uh, launching very soon. We have lots of big ideas like that that um, we're not, we're not going to wait and say, oh, well, we've got all this maintenance. We, we have things that will to implement that are going to really impact people's lives. And that's what we as public servants should do. And lastly, I'll just say the way I lead is with servant leadership, like my dad did what I was taught. And that's that I'm, I'm, I consider myself a nobody. I'm not the most important person at the agency. I'm the least important. And I'm encouraging everyone to remember that about the public. The public is most important um, to us and that we are servants. We, we are here to serve the people and that's what we're going to do. Well, I really appreciate your time and your comments about dreaming big. I noticed in another uh, interview that you did at one point, there was a passing mention about the bringing back of a uh, of a state-owned tree farm. Is that part of the thinking big? Yes. Just had a conversation about this yesterday. Um, and met with a couple of people and said, we talked about this. I want to I know the next steps. How do we get this done? So absolutely. Was that something that happened decades ago? I've never heard talk of it. My understanding, um, I don't, I, I, I'm kind of fuzzy on all the details. I, they've told me before and I can't remember exactly, but I believe it's, it's been seven or eight years ago that it was shut down, probably due to budget cuts and, and maybe even some flooding or other problems in the area. Um, can't, can't remember all those details, but, but we're, we're ready to open it back up. We need trees. Absolutely. All right. Well, Director Phelps Finney, we appreciate your time and we hope to catch up with you again in the near future. Yeah. Thank you, Will.